Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 76th episode of the Talking with a Dad podcast this evening. Actually, I think it's a very, very good lineup of, of topics, some fun stuff, some drama, some just regular talk. How do you feel, Steve? How do you feel about how do you feel about today overall as a day? Um, <laughs> how would you rate today amongst the other days this week? Um, whoo, today, man, today. I mean, today wasn't as bad as yesterday. It most certainly wasn't as good as the day before that. So I would say today is just today's a a flaccid intruder. Okay. Okay. That was that was depressing. We're gonna start off the show. Um you're not very good at this. <laughs> you're supposed to be happy and, and cheery and uh and not beat for for our for our fans. <laughs> Shout out audio listeners after that fucking Debbie Downer. <laughs> Dude, I just Shout hate, out I hate the, everything. Shout out to the audio listeners. I just hate everything. Been listening to some garage band music, you know, two doors down, nickelback. Just some garage band music. I thought when you said garage band music, you meant like shit that was made in Garage Band on IMAX. <laughs> not, <laughs> I avoid those people like to play. Not right? actual <laughs> garage bands. They're like, listen to my mixtape. I'm like, oh, I just got herpes, so I'm not gonna be here much longer. I gotta go. <laughs> today wasn't today wasn't bad, man. Today was just another day amongst many. Had a day off, spent some time with the family. And uh, getting ready to go back into the work, getting ready for the holiday season. Happy holidays to you, Zach, to you and yours. Happy holidays. When is when is the next holiday? Uh, the first one coming up is Thanksgiving. Uh huh. And uh, you know, well, it's canceled essentially, unless you can keep it under ten people in your house, because Cuomo is looking. Now he said he's not going to go around checking every house, looking in every window, but I have a sneaking suspicion that he probably is- will, <laughs> and rightfully so. And man, Chris Cuomo is just going to be out like, hey, hey, what's going on in there? There's like 80 of you in there. <laughs> Get like 12 of them out of there. You? <laughs> yeah, you're sequestering, obviously, for Thanksgiving, right? You're going to uh, fight off the zombies and stuff? I, I mean, I'll, I'll sure try to fight off the zombies of some sort. Um, I don't know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. I don't know. Turkey? You're going to make your own turkey? They'll have turkey at prime time. I don't eat turkey. Is a dry, disgusting bird. Oh yeah, we've been through this. I forgot. Yeah, so it's just not good. It's just not good. unless you deep fry it, then it's fucking fire. Or <laughs> it's three days after Thanksgiving, you put that shit on a sandwich, then it's good. Yeah, I, I remember that this conversation sounded as crazy as it did. I just, don't, I just don't like turkey. I don't like chicken either. To be fair, like no, in the same chicken, way, right? Chicken is dangerous. Chicken is dangerous. You got to be careful, man. Not every, you like buffalo chicken though. You like here, here's what I'm chicken. saying. This in the same way that I don't like turkey, right? If you roast yeah. a turkey like you do normally, it comes out yeah. dry and disgusting. But if you roast a chicken, yeah. it's also bad. Yeah, I don't like juicy chicken meat. So I'm all good on like uh, those commercials where, you know, the rotisserie spinning and the juices are falling off the chicken. I literally threw up in my mouth every time I see that. I am a dry bird type of guy. So, yeah, you're the exact opposite. You're weird in that aspect. And it's it's just strange, right? Because juicy turkey is the best, right? Have you ever had a de- <laughs> an actual deep fried turkey? Amazing. Nice and deep fried and dry just the way I like it. No, the, uh... when you deep fry it, it's not dry. <laughs> oh, the deep fried turkey we had upstate at Friendsgiving was 
awful. Perfect. That's awful. It That's not the way. It's, oh man, it was, dude. It was, it was as a delicious. person who claims to know food as much as you do, you have a really weird. Uh, you have a really weird uh, uh, outlook on, on what should be and what shouldn't be. Because I think oh, most this, most of the world topic. disagrees with you. That's fine, but we're talking about personal preference, so it's okay if most of the world disagrees with me, as long as I'm not holding my standard up as the world standard. That should be fine. Well, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you do petition it to be that way. I have heard you on multiple occasions go, well, if I was king. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What you heard me say was, when I become king. Right, exactly, exactly. You're like, all the people who like juicy birds, out of here. <laughs> Like, get them ready. Get what? them ready for the death camps because that's where they're headed. You got one second to enjoy this dry bird. I think that's probably why I like uh, chicken wings from the ghetto Chinese food places or inner city Chinese Ooh, food places. Don't either. Don't. Don't. Don't nope, either. Nope. It's so no, bad. I, it's, I can't fucking even turns, think of the words that I want to say. It's, it's turns, so heinous. It turns Zach into a Wisconsin old man. Don't you either. <laughs> what that you don't like the dry chicken from the no i first of all if i go to a chinese place i'm not getting chicken i'm not getting chicken wings like it's it's not happening you get some uh do you eat the ribs there like the spare ribs yeah sometimes sometimes occasionally anything from the chinese restaurant is always good that day right eat it an hour after still okay wake up the next day eat it cold not so dangerous okay warm it up the next no, day you never warm it up that's your mistake you, you never unless it's the pork fried rice and then you then you warm up the rice but if it's like any sort of like the chickens the, the ribs you don't warm that shit up put it in a toaster oven no you let it caramelize with the sugar that's on it and then you right. eat it whole <laughs> i hang it upside down let, let it air dry outside for a little bit in the summer exactly weather. exactly you fillet it a little bit Oh shit! Let's get, <laughs> let's get off of food, man. What's how was your day, man? What what, what do you uh, what do you got going on there? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> what do you mean? What? You ask me that. What do you mean? I'm the Debbie Downer. Every time I ask you what's going on, you're like, you know what, Steve? Nothing's going on. No, <laughs> I'm not saying like it's bad. I'm saying like it's good. I don't fucking do anything. It's great. Played some feel- played some FIFA. Played some Divinity, and like moved on with my life. That's about it. Yeah. You know? and moved on with my day uh you ready for monday i'm ready i'm ready you ready yeah how ready how ready would you say you are are you anderson um, silver ready are you michael bisping ready or are you yoel soldier of god ready no none of none of that shit i'm not saying that doesn't apply <laughs> here um i'm pretty ready i haven't uh, over this uh next two days i'm gonna sit down and really work on my strategy of how i'm gonna be the first one, but okay. I haven't quite done that yet. I got to decide which uh, which covenant I'm going with. So they're adding covenants. This is like a faction within a faction, um, and they, some of them do legitimately have beneficial uh, aspects to them. So I got to decide where I'm going with that. I got to decide the path that I'm going. If I want to do questing plus dungeons, or do I want to do um, questing with some mob farming? Um, cause I am playing a mage, so it's super easy to just gather a group of fucking enemies and then just freeze them and kill them. It's super easy. So uh, if anyone, that, anyone that doesn't know, Zach will be streaming. Wow. On the channel sure. Monday. Sure. He's, uh, his stream start significantly earlier than most streamers. He'll be on at 5 a.m. 
just stretching, getting himself ready for the game. No, the it doesn't release game, until 6 p.m. What do you mean? I know. That's why I said you're just going to be stretching, getting yourself ready for the oh, game. No. So if you want to tune into Zach, you can watch me sleep. Maybe. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna wake up at like 3:30 or something. Would that be great if you woke up and your camera was on? You're like, what the? Fuck? Is this thing live right now? Why are people typing in here? No, nope. most views we ever had on any show. Nope. Them watching. Won't sleep. happen. Won't happen. Won't, won't happen. Come on. You get the cargo shorts going on. Start doing some e-girl stuff. It's gonna be pretty amazing, man. I'll probably stop by after work just to harass you in the chat. No, I mean, you, show, you've you've already agreed to 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 show you, to show <laughs> no to come in and hang out with me in Discord. You've already agreed to that. <laughs> God damn it! I got to stop drinking so many kamikazes before I sign contracts. Uh, well, I mean, you've already agreed. To, you can do whatever you want. I, I don't care. Um, oh, I'm coming in. It is it in. is normal show night, so I figured that like you know you know your routine's already set, so you might as well just continue with it. So <laughs> my dead carcass just rolls down here on its own. And like, <sighs> <laughs> let's get into it man because we do have some good topics here but i'm gonna let you curate because you got a couple of things on here that i know absolutely nothing about but it sounds juicy yeah i mean it goes it goes both ways <laughs> it goes both ways i have no idea of like the first six top well i know a few of them but um yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah i think you know more than that <laughs> where are we starting we starting number eight is that why is that why you got your little highlighter there like no it. just because that's where the last typing was um Let's talk. Let's let's just like take it from the top, I guess. Um, All right. Apparently, there's some PS5 scalpers getting robbed. I saw some reports of this. Um, I don't know where it was out of, but it was saying that these guys selling the stuff on eBay, <laughs> meeting in person, um, or selling on Craigslist, meeting in person, and then oh. then they're showing up and robbing the people who are selling the. Uh, oh well, hold on. You're not you're not making it as juicy as the way that it was reported on because the first actual robbery. <clears throat> that I heard about was in my old uh an old area that I lived with it with Santana was New Rochelle. So this guy after hard you know working hard all day long it takes a lot to run bots and being able to buy I, I agree. I agree <laughs> inordinate amount of uh, property and then you know post on it on Twitter like F your feelings. Not saying that this is the same guy, but this uh Jack of Trades, this human uh bag of flesh decided he was going to meet up with his sellers in New Rochelle. Now, are you familiar with New Rochelle at all? Do you know the area? Like, I know you know of it, but are you have you been there um, before? I feel I've been through it. I don't know if I've been there enough to, like, know the layout, you know? <laughs> so there are a few different things going on in New Rochelle, right? It is in uh, <laughs> there's an affluent part of New Rochelle. There's a middle-class part of New Rochelle. And then there's, you know, Armageddon, as I like to call it, like the downtown New Rochelle okay. area. Which is really only like two or three blocks, but man, they really get it in for two or three blocks. This Jamoke went to go sell his PlayStation 5, his newly acquired PlayStation 5, to his sell his buyers. And apparently they showed up in a, not the clothes they said they would be showing up in, but in white ski mask. Yeah. Beat the, <laughs> beat the dog shit out of this dude and took the PlayStation. Now, part of me. Folks, I'm I'm not condoning violence on any level, right? I, unless it's sanctioned. Since by when? <laughs> Since when? <laughs> I'm, I'm, unless you're a professional athlete, you know, you get paid to do these type of things. Uh, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not into vigilante justice, or I would never admit to it on this show. Since when? <laughs> and I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe it's supposed in karma. to be a new. I don't believe all the new developments <laughs> in the wonderful life of Steve. <laughs> but I will say this, man. 
before I get into the you get what you deserve stuff, let's talk about what happened in the, the great space of Canada, where we as Americans sometimes, I should say I, I won't put anyone else in this, but you know, I have this uh this this view of Canadians kind of like uh hobbits, right? Like you go to the Shire, the hobbits, they, they don't attack unless they're provoked, right? Well, four of them. If they if you attack a whole bunch of hobbits, most of them will flee, but four of them for sure are gonna jump on your back, stab you to death, and that's the yeah. ones who went on the quest. But apparently in Canada they're getting it in, folks, and it's not a good safe place to be scalping because they had to make a PSA, Zach, about uh-huh. this because it's gotten so bad with people beating the dog shit out of each other and running off with PlayStation 5s. And one of the PSAs was basically uh be aware of where you're going and know who you're selling to and make sure you meet in public spaces. Yeah, that- I mean, the go- the golden rule of selling shit on Craigslist is meet in the lobby of a, of a police station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's the crazy thing about it, right? So I've been doing some more research on this whole scalping thing, and we've talked about this. It's fun to make to, to jest about it, but, you know, technically when you go to a Rangers game, the cops will shoo scalpers away. But they don't arrest they them. They don't they don't arrest them unless they catch them in act. And at the very least, it's a misdemeanor, depending on how many tickets they're scalping, right? True. That I'm just using that as a framework. So that's how that situation is handled. In a retail situation, a big box situation, uh, a weak release situation, where you have people going on Twitter, scalpers, that is, mm-hmm. and posting pictures of warehouses full of PlayStation 5s, and the only thing the manufacturer and the big box stores have to say is, well, you know, it bees like that sometimes. I don't feel bad for any of these people getting... I mean, I don't want anyone to get beaten to death. I don't want to be on record saying that. But I can't muster up... Like, I can't muster up enough empathy for these people. What's your problem? I can't you either. I, no, no, I can't either. You're right. You're right. I can't either. Um, yeah, I mean, the number one rule of selling shit to the public is, is do it in a, in a very, very, very public manner. Uh, do it in a police station. Do it at a mall. Do it at right, like inside right. a place, right? Like, that. that's the golden rule. Um, but if you're selling a PlayStation 5, I would say continue to uh, sell them in a dark parking lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> in various locations, definitely at Walmart's. Walmart's are very good parking lots. I find that going into the most dangerous neighborhoods to move your wares is the best it's way. It's usually the best, all, right? You gotta you gotta hide in plain sight. <laughs> hide in plain sight. But the only reason the only reason this made it into my my topic list because it was like you know I've watched so many different videos on it and each person took a moment to think about how they were gonna like report on this <laughs> and you can see where maturity won over uh-huh. and then the, in the instances of uh some instances people were just like no they got what they deserved <laughs> it's true I'm it's gonna, true i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and lean on the side of like not only did you get what you deserve but you proved that you should not be in the criminal world in fact if you're one of these people scalping playstations going into dark dingy neighborhoods and then wondering why you're getting robbed you might want to rethink your career as a scalper i agree right? or, or you miss something in scalper class the guys who sell scalper who scalp tickets outside of madison's regard they have it down to like a science I've seen them pressure whole families into buying tickets for the circus that won't be back until next year. It's amazing, <laughs> but this is this is amateur hour, man. This is in amateur fact, hour. I've been patrolling the streets. I'm looking for a PS5. <laughs> He's like, do yeah, I see a, a box in someone's hand? Those, those guys are meeting up over there. Let's drive into them. <laughs> this kid came out of Target the other day, and I just you know happened to be coming out of my bellow of smoke. It's usually the way I like to make an entrance. <laughs> In any scenario. <laughs> I'm like, hey Timmy, 
How you doing? He's like, oh, Mister, what is that smoke? I'm trying to get this like, this uh, this box here. It's my mostly, poor old mom. It's mostly my bo to me. <laughs> and then this one cigar that I got, it was just on the ground. <laughs> yeah, and the crazy, and the crazy, the the last thing I'm going to say about this man because this is probably the funniest thing that's happened with the next gen council, uh, especially for the PlayStation Five. I hope everyone. That got robbed were the only people who got PlayStations that didn't have database rebuild issues. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that the PlayStations they got stolen from the, are the functioning. We're the good 12. ones. <laughs> the functioning. We're the absolute the fucking good ones. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean it's, it, it's shitty. It's shitty. People are getting beat up for it, but it just don't be a shitbag. Like it's pretty easy. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'd fail at it every day, and I'd revert <laughs> shitbaggy, but shitbaggery. I, I <laughs> shit baggery and then uh so I th- that's that's all i have in that way it just it made me laugh because when i read the headline i thought of you instantly and i was just <laughs> i could see you as the cop taking the report you know like so let me get this straight you came out one o'clock in the morning you were gonna pay two thousand dollars for a five hundred dollar playstation 5 because you quote unquote can't fucking wait three weeks you idiot oh sorry sorry uh Three weeks, comma, you idiot. <laughs> Got it. Oh, uh, okay. oh, and you wanted to play... Oh, you wanted to play the remastered Spider-Man game, the one that you've already played on the PS4. Got it. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll... Uh, we'll get right on that. Do you have a description? Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you said there were eight of them, right? Hmm. Camera only picked up one, and it looked like it could have been a small woman. So. <laughs> Good luck. Now this, I'm going to jump right in number two because this is great. Now, a lot of people gave Sony a lot of shit when this happened to them. But I'm giving Capcom all the shit in the world. Capcom got hacked. Okay. The other day. Now, this is the weird thing, right? Of the places that you think are going to get hacked, you would think of something, I I would think of something more promising than Capcom, right? Like, I know they got a few titles working for them. They have Resident Evil, Devil May Cry did really well. Uh, the latest Devil May Cry did better than uh, the previous installment where people were just completely upset by the emo shenanigans. But apparently... Well, is it Devil May Cry came built on emo shenanigans? It was. They were, oh, you don't know about this? They released a whole music video where it was just like the most emo of emo music videos. Yeah, at, any rate, at any rate, uh, Capcom is run by a bunch of 85-year-old senior citizens who don't know not to click the hyperlink inside the email they got from the Nigerian prince because they got hit with some gnarly ransomware. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then on top of getting hit funny. with ransomware, they got targeted by a group who apparently has been on the watch list for quite some time, and they are, as I they said in that, uh, that movie, The Heat, the not-fucking-around crew. So they sent Capcom the warning. They were like, hey, we've taken control of a good majority of your servers and your infrastructure. Pay this amount of money in Bitcoin and we'll return it to them. And Capcom, yeah, the normal people, the like, normal scam. Yeah, and Capcom's like, screw you, you ain't got nothing. And they're like, all right, last chance, you can pay us or it goes public. And Capcom's like, no, we're going to just turn to our cybersecurity firm. And they're like, all right, that's a good decision. So then they then dumped them being the hackers, I believe it was somewhere between 68 to 70, 72 gigs worth of information on 70 that's end. it i feel yeah, like no, 70 no. gigs isn't that much in this era the the no, new no, modern no. warfare patch was 80 <laughs> but here's the thing when you hit it, so a lot of it was like meaningless shit like personnel information and stuff like that yeah but yeah normal stuff. It, 
Yeah, they did release the source code for a few games. <laughs> this happened tons of times. Like it's this is nothing though. new. This is nothing they, new. It's nothing new, but it's amazing what they show what got dumped. They released the source code to Devil May Cry 2, not the remastered before you ask. No. The OG, the, the one from like the PS1. Old, the, 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 uh, PS2. The OG source code from Devil May Cry. Uh they released a source code for a game that apparently I've never heard of this game and I couldn't even be bothered to write the name down but it's so popular amongst a fringe group of people and they've released the source code and people are going crazy over that it's it's basically the villain version of Mega Man so instead of playing with Mega Man you are playing with the villains and you are it's okay. like right before they take over Mega Man's little world wildly popular to some people release that information they released a bunch of information on upcoming Resident Evil game uh Resident Evil Village Nothing that could really be discerned, but it's amazing to me because they had control of their infrastructure or their, their servers for quite some time, and this was all we got out of it. Now, the source code thing, obviously that's a big deal to a few people, people who've been trying to mod games from the PlayStation 2 successfully and all that stuff. Like, So I looked around on uh, on YouTube to see if anyone else was talking about it, and sure enough, the mod community was like, we got it finally. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> They're like, we got it finally. And it's just, it's amazing because when this happened to Sony back in the day, they had pretty much the same response. And it's usually the response of like, well, what are you going to do? You're going to release some some uh, employee personnel <laughs> files? I, I love <laughs> this. I, dude, I'm looking at this and it's like, oh, here's, a, according to the leaks, here's what to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, Resident yeah. Evil quarter four 2021 <laughs> Street Fighter 6 quarter 3 2022 <laughs> Ultra Street Fighter 6 quarter 4 2024 it's like okay dude like we're gonna forget about this leak by the time all this shit comes out anyway who cares <laughs> fucking Capcom dude Capcom as a as a whole I bet you has sold less than the Grand Theft Auto franchise <laughs> Dude, when they asked him for the 15 million, I'm sure Capcom was like, the joke's on you. We, we ain't got it. <laughs> I think Capcom actually has a bunch of money. Um, really? Yeah, I think their so their net income for last year was 12.6 billion yen, um, which is probably about 80 cents here. But let's find out. That's how much how much yen to USD is. I don't know if you're looking that up already. I'm looking at their company assets. And they're not they're not hurting for sure. They're definitely not hurting. They got a couple of billion dollar uh titles. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> I mean, Monster Hunter is enormous, <laughs> Resident Evil's enormous, Street Fighter, I guess, is kind of big. Street Fighter total sales all time, 45 million. That's just depressing. Um Mega Man, Devil May Cry, Dead Rising. Yeah, they have a bunch of good stuff. Um they don't sell a lot, but yeah, but they've been a they've been a staple for so long. I know that doesn't add up into no, sales. They have it, been though. They haven't. They've been around a long time. It's it's interesting. So Resident Evil, Street Fighter, Devil May Cry, Marvel versus Capcom. That might be one of their best properties, or was at one point, and then it just slowly. What do you mean? Do you mean in terms of sales, or do you mean in terms of game quality? No, 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 like game quality. Marvel like, versus Capcom. Yeah, that's that was fair. I've heard about that for sure. For me, that was probably like the gold standard, the very first game. What we never got, and I know why it never happened, we never got Capcom versus WB, a.k.a. you know, Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. 
but that was mostly because Capcom's like, well, we don't need you. You need us. <laughs> like, you're doing worse than we are, and the WB's doing bad right now. But, you know, this is this type of stuff. When I hear about these ransomware situations and they happen, I want to know who was the weak point or was there a weak yeah, point? Yeah, it was, was it probably that some fucking accountant. Right, because the way that it works is they don't target like a big name in this organization, right? They're not going to target, you know, the CEO because that guy is going to have the most filters on on his email, right? They're gonna they're gonna get like the door guy, right, or like some like intern accountant or something. That's where they're gonna get it. That's where it came from for sure. Yeah, some poor guy that was just like you know shifting through his work email that he wasn't supposed to give out to that chick he met on Tinder that wasn't really a chick. Well, this is in Japan, so I mean, I, I don't know. Do they have Tinder over there? Yeah, Tinder's everywhere, dude. Is it? I don't know. I've never used the product. I mean, it's got to be everywhere, right? How many desperate people are on this planet? It seems swipe left, swipe right. Seven billion, I assume. Seven billion desperate people. That's it's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's desperate. <laughs> Wait, wait, I get, I get them confused. There's a OkCupid. What are the other? Dating I have no app? idea. I've never used one. There's the on oh eHarmony. I don't watch commercials. You're saying there's commercials? Oh, there's Farmers Only. Farmers Only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cities. Do they have a City Slickers version of that? Um, not that I know of. You should go on Farmers Only, man. That should like, be that funny. Would be <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah, but at, at any rate, man, so like Zach said, this is something that's happened commonly, but this is one of those things that should get like one of those uh, Yowzer awards just that it happened to Capcom. <laughs> Dude, it happens to everybody, though. Like, you, you can't, you know. It I, happened to a, it happened to a county building in California. Shut the entire county office down. One person clicked on one thing. Yeah. And the next thing you know, they it took happened the to the, It happened where I was working. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What about, what about all the educational videos that we all watch and says, hey, don't click on this no, none stuff. of these idiots watch that stuff. <laughs> what it is a lot of times is like someone logged into their work email on their home computer and their home computer was infected. So then right. it gets gets access down the line. It's not like a direct thing a lot of times. Uh I I agree with that statement 85% because it's coming for you. But when I think about the people who this usually happens to, it always starts with a weird statement like, well, I was on Facebook, right? And then I right. met a guy right. I was playing right. words with friends with. And right. he, said, and he yeah, wasn't actually my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just words at that point. <laughs> it was just words. <laughs> but he said he had a pretty lucrative deal for me. I and I lie. went along with it. <laughs> so here I am getting disemboweled in Mexico now. And boy, I wish I would have checked my inbox. I feel bad for Capcom, man, because... Um, wait, well, I don't feel bad for these people. They're billionaires. <laughs> I hope more bad things happen to them. <laughs> Dude, it's just a worthless dump, though. It is I'm not pretty gonna worthless. Mention, it's Capcom. I'm gonna, so. Yeah, I'm not going to mention the hackers group's name on, uh, on is our show. Is it anonymous? I, no, it's not anonymous. Because I, I is really... The, is it the Lizard Squad? Huh? Is it Lizard Squad? I, I'm not going to admit it. on. I'll tell you off air, dude. It's definitely analog. Lizard Squad, isn't it? I'll tell you on an analog phone or in person at our usual meeting space, third degree. All right. Use code words from this point Got forward. It. Got it. But Got it. here's the thing I will say. 
of all the things that was funny about the situation, they were the least funny. Because even the feds were kind of like, oh, yeah, they're no joke. <laughs> they're like, we don't, they're like, they're absolutely no joke. Zach's looking them up on his own computer right now. But it's just, it's just amazing to me because how often does this happen to these companies? I think Sony still has the the record. I can't even remember the name of that group, but I do remember that, what was it, like 20 million PSN accounts were compromised? A lot. That, that was that, a lot. And then there was the infamous uh, same thing as with Sony. Uh, they got dumped, but they actually had valuable stuff dumped on the internet. Scripts, copyrights, yeah, everything. How how valuable is a how valuable is a script? Let's be fair, right? Uh, it's because like if, if so, say I leak the next right. Marvel movie, right? I'm That's not gonna then valuable. go make the Marvel movie. Marvel is still going to make it, and they're still going to make all the money from it. It's not valuable. I, I don't understand. Oh, that's, no, no. that's not a valuable no. proposition to me. Au, au contraire, Mon Frere. They actually scrapped the entire ending for Avengers Age of Ultron because the original ending leaked. That's how important that stuff is. Like They seriously scrapped it. <laughs> See, I, I, I like they didn't have to do that, right? No, I don't think they had to do that. No, I didn't say it was reasonable. I don't want to confuse right? those. Two so, so hold on a second. <laughs> so when there's reason, value goes out the window, right? Because there was one intern who was like, "Guys, what the fuck? We're gonna make all the money anyway." And they're like, "Kill him! <laughs> Get him! Throw him out the window!" And it's like new ending. And like you motherfuckers are just looking for an excuse to spend money extra anyway. You know that's what it seems like to me. Like if a, if a script gets leaked. And you can't get it taken down, right? You can delay the movie. People will forget about it, and then it put it out, and it's fine. Or, like, just release it. Because, like, I could read a script and not know what the movie's going to be about. You know what? On that note, you release it, but you just you just, you just just acknowledge it. Like, hey, the ending's leaked. There's some information out there about this. Don't even acknowledge you, it. Because no, do you know how no, people just, just straight up aren't internet people now? There are, dude, oh, there are many. Like... The way that you scour the internet for like reviews and stuff after things come out, I don't even do that. Like, like you're like, oh hey, someone thought this about this, and I'm like, I, I knew it was out, but I didn't know anyone reviewed it yet. Like, it, like there's there's so it. much oh, no. distance there. No, absolutely, absolutely. I'm talking about from a pure PR standpoint. If you're talking about before we do twenty million dollars worth of shoots, just acknowledge it. Like, hey, it leaked. You guys know how the Age of Ultron is going to end. Come enjoy the movie and no. see how we pulled it all together. That yeah. draws more people to the leak. That draws no. more. I, I think you, it, draws, I, it draws more people to the leak, in my opinion, in my estimation. Mm -hmm. It draws more people to the leak, but also people are going to go want to see the visual, visual representation of it. I agree. Listen, I agree to that. Yeah. But like, also, you're right. If I point at it and I'm going, hey, don't look at that thing over here. Come Everyone's going to look at it. <laughs> I would never like I didn't know about the Capcom leak. I had no fucking clue until you told me about it. And I'm you didn't like, even know they were still functioning as a company. I knew they were, were still functioning as a company. I knew Street Fighter's a thing. Um, I, I yeah, I, I didn't even know. And I'm pretty up to date on like tech news. Usually, I had no <laughs> idea. Like, I guess Capcom's not in my radar. I don't play any of their games. So like, yeah, they're, you know, they're if, my algorithm. Or if if Blizzard or Activision, like EA, something like that happened with them, sure, I I, I would see it. But yeah, I guess Capcom is just that far outside of my radar. Yeah, you know what though? Next time, guys, you're gonna dump some source codes out, man. Let's get some of those good PS3 games that are hard to emulate. None of this—they're not hard stuff. to emulate because of it's hard to rip the code. It's hard to emulate yeah, because of the cell processor that was in the PS3. You can't replicate that. That's why there, there's nothing. No source code is gonna help with that. I don't think. No, this we could. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Did I say we? They 
those people who do those type of horrible things could use the source code for some games they're not yet available to be modded and they could not be ripped from your traditional discs or imported into a Linux Most of library. them could. Most of them could be ripped from a disc. That's why it was so easy to emulate. I, 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 I'll tell you I'll tell you 26 of them that are infamous. And if you look them up on YouTube, it's always the same response. Yeah, but I'm not going to go watch that German guy that you keep linking me. <laughs> I'm, listen, first of all, Hans is a great man and you will respect him on this show. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, man. Fuck you, Capcom. Get your shit <laughs> You're acting like <laughs> me. <laughs> Capcom, dude. This is outrageous. Hire a real security firm. Fire that old guy that you haven't been paying well. He's just stuck in the basement. <laughs> Listen, bring me in as your cybersecurity expert. Bring bring Zach in. He's not only going to bring... I'll move the Japan. Down, but he's also going to bring revenue up. See how <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely employees employees feeling good about themselves and you know what i also want to be a video game writer at the same time i don't want to actually write anything i want to dictate (laughs) that someone else could write it i don't you know i'm glad i stopped myself i was like hey buddy that's good that's a good dream to have you should pursue that and then i was like wait i'm talking to zach there's probably some apathetic curve coming here any second no i mean like (laughs) i mean listen if i could speak out loud and someone else is the other one writing it down like yeah. sure, I, I'm all on fucking board for that. But I can't be writing dialogue. I don't know how to nah. do that. I don't think I don't think that would go well. You gotta you gotta go like back to the days of great orators, man. Where it's just like they got that surf standing next to them, just writing, just writing on fucking <laughs> actually like chiseling. It's like, <laughs> what the? Stop talking so fast. I'm 13 words behind. <laughs> just deep thoughts all day long. Imagine you being Socrates. It's like, what are you up to today, Sock? He's like, well, man, you know, I thought the fucking earth was flat, dude, but it turns out the sun's round, so most likely it's round. They're like, what the fuck? I'm never coming to one of these parties again. <laughs> just him. He's naked in a corner. <laughs> Very true. Historically accurate. Uh, I, I, I want to quantify uh, <laughs> Three, right? Okay. Zach, you are. Yeah, listen, this is not a sketch that I wanted to perform with you. We've tried to do this stuff where I review your Twitter and stuff like that. And when I try to review it, there's nothing juicy popping off, right? When I pay no attention to you on social media, I get text messages from you and you're like, man, I said one thing and now the internet's coming. So I'll go look. I usually go look just to verify if that's true, if the internet is turning on you. And they are. <laughs> like in the last. The last few weeks, man, you've had the internet turn on you, I think, three times by my uh, I don't know. I don't know. See, here, I'm really good at, at going in, seeing something, saying something, and then just leaving. <laughs> and then never saying another thing again. Well, wait, I, I, I want you to I want you to explain to the people the I know I've known of two instances recently, but if you can just take us through what has been going on and how do you how do the according the tweets, to Zach, I guess. For those who don't know, who are timid, meek at heart, how would you explain how to have a good debate on Twitter? I don't debate on Twitter. I don't. I just okay. I flat do do? out don't. I, I listen. Someone will say something, and I may or may not agree with it, and then I'll just go in and voice my opinion. Like that's it. I'm trying to find the exact tweet. Um, it'll probably be hard to find. I say a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> so the first one I know for sure. I think I have. It was about Call of Duty. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find the exact tweet. I know, I know exactly. Yeah. Wait, oh man, that was a while back though. And then the second one what was, was about, about beta. What was the second one about? But here's the thing that caught me about all three instances, right? 
You say you don't debate on Twitter, but I, I know you say you drop grenades and then you just leave. But you don't leave the conversation completely. Like you leave that person to respond for like six comments or so and then you'll come back and you're like oh yeah buddy well that doesn't make sense when i you look at this and then actually uh, I know it's so like, hold on so <laughs> so okay so i say that that's that's half true if i can find the actual thing i can't it's so fucking far back um and i know which one you're talking about but yeah i mean sometimes if someone will say something like outlandish enough that i'll then i'll say something back but um yeah. fucking hey dude i so many so many tweets back here's a better one um someone's tweeting about the ps5 i just passed it this is this makes for bad bad shows you should have examples when you come up with these <laughs> like you should have this shit set out other than us making bad the bad radio for five minutes while i'm trying to find something um the, the best part about this is that you have to work your way back through so many tweets and uh, you don't it's you, quite a bit it's quite a bit you don't you don't strike me as a constant Twitterer. I'll tell you what the, the the first one was. So the basically you were talking about the state of COD as it's being released, talking about Cold War uh, in particular. You sure. just got through playing the uh, the beta, the beta, and your your assessment of it was as you've been consistent in saying you're like, don't think this is a good game. Like it's not for me. Here are the um, reasons. That, uh, yeah. Something along those lines, and then someone hits you with the the classic. You're probably one of those guys that hates every new COD. Yeah, it was, oh, this is so long ago. <laughs> I know exactly what tweet this is. <laughs> and the next thing I know, that one Spartacus, then all of his friends start coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> and it's like 12 of them. So you don't have to identify the exact tweet. That's not the point here. The point here is somewhere, Zach, there's someone that needs your help. Are you listening to me, man? There's someone who has an opinion about something, and they're sure. scared. They're scared to say it. I want you to coach them through. Just say how it. to get. Just fucking just stop being such a bitch. Just say <laughs> say what's on your minds, and like, if someone comes back at you, then like, I don't know. Either ignore them, like I do, eighty percent of the time, or just have another quick witted like thing to say. Like <laughs> the last instance of uh, the internet turning on you. Now I'm convinced that the pitchforks are coming out. You're just a step away. From someone making a YouTube video about you, you realize that, right? No, like someone I'm not that close, like some some angry young person, just like I was on Twitter the other day minding my COD business. Beta? When was it? The beginning of October? Yeah, somewhere around then. Um, and what was the last one? You definitely had some words about the PS5. That wasn't even the last one, honestly. But um, so 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 this is this is off of a boogie tweet. Boogie tweets. If you're trying to get a PS5 or, or Xbox Series X, I got some advice for you. Don't pay a premium. Wait for them to be available. There are no games. You're not missing out. Um, no exclusives until next spring. Wait. And then some dude was like, PS5 has has a few actual exclusives. And I just responded with, Could you list them, please? Period. And then some dude was like, This is what the list he hits me with: Spider Man, Miles Morales. Demon Souls, Sackboy, Godfall, Astro's Playroom, and Bug Snacks. And then, but like, Miles Morales is on the PS4. Demon Souls is a PS3 remake. Sackboy, I believe, is either on PS4 or also on PC, something like that. Godfall is also on PC. Astro's Playroom is a tech demo. And Bug Snacks is on PC. And that devolved into like, uh, Oh, Stackboy's on PS4, right? Tech Demo and Souls of Remake. And this, in some facet, like, I don't even know where, the, what Twitter chain this went off of because there's so many replies. Um, 
I just said it seems lackluster for a console launch to have three or four true exclusives. And I was just being fair, right? And he said, there's some guy was like, to be fair, no, the Switch doesn't have that many exclusives. Um, and like, but it devolves into so many different fucking tweets. I'm trying to follow the path. Uh, it got pretty funny at one point because like some guy was just like, oh, well, uh, uh, fucking Xbox, all the Xbox exclusives are going to PC. Does that mean they not, don't have exclusives? That's dumb. And I'm like, yeah, that's literally the definition of not having an exclusive. I was like, if it's on another platform, then no, it's not exclusive. I was like, well, it's exclusive to console. Like, do you guys think that people have PC and console? And I'm like, I bet you a lot of people do have both now. He's like, well, that's ridiculous. People don't have money for that. And I'm like, okay, buddy. Like, you know, it just gets to that point. But yeah, it's, it, I, none of it makes sense. I think the, the hardest part about having these type of uh, interactions online is discerning when a person's left the realm of fact and strayed into the realm of conjecture and feeling, right? Yeah. Because they'll they'll have like some subtle facts to back themselves up, and then it's like, whoa, wait, well, what did you just say? I I noticed you're using the word I, or in my interpretation, I feel, right. I think, and it's like, uh, but is that true? And that's actually a good got him. If you said to that dude, like, that's the definition of not having an exclusive. You know there was a brief pause before his response, right? He's just sitting there like, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. <laughs> like, it's in here somewhere. <laughs> Didn't you like get some like uh the the con thing? You you tweeted that on a pro. Like that was you were tweeting in response to someone else that said something. Yeah, I think it was Censor saying that um he yeah. thought Black Ops the Black Ops Cold War is gonna be the best call of duty ever. And I was like, and this is something like you you think that every year. You know, and then some guy was like, oh, well, yeah, you're the COD guy who fucking hates it after two months. And I'm like, actually, I think I've like ma like max prestiged in every COD up to this point, like most of them at least. And it's just. <laughs> oh, here it is. Halo will be on PC. So by your logic, it's not an exclusive. And then, yeah, some guy just replied. Exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to find. What's going on with the Halo release, man? It's just it's delayed. I have no idea. I have no information. So we got no Halo. We got no Cyberpunk. And Cyberpunk's coming out the end of this month or the beginning of next month, right? Like it's coming out in December. Right, coming out. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I'm like, you said that so matter of factly. I was like, do you know something? Like, did they email it's coming, you? It's coming out next month. It's coming out in December. The, the launch date was announced. Once it got yeah. delayed again for the fifth time or whatever it was, I'm just not excited for it anymore. Ah, it's going to be a good time. I think that, in all honesty, though, man, as I was working my way through your Twitter, and the reason this made it on the topic thing was because once upon a time, I had that type of energy where, but I, I, I'm going to give you an example here. I had that type of energy where I could respond to someone in these type of threads, but you do have a black belt level sneak in sneak out approach to mm -hmm. it and i'm more, i want to know how much of that are you actually reading like are you a sadist sitting in the background just watching them responding you're like got him <laughs> like just waiting for the no, slip up I don't... or do you come back like hours later like oh man this guy's really upset still tweeting about me and then you jump back in yeah i mean so what happens with a lot of this stuff is that it'll go on for a long time and I just don't care. After I say the thing that I wanted to say, I just, I, I'm done, right? Like, I've voiced my opinion. That's all that I care about. Um, and then everyone else is still fucking arguing over it. And I'm like, okay, dude. Like, yeah, I just, I, I give up caring at some point. I just don't care. Oh, man. 
I, I love my life, man. I love I love the internet. I love the Twitters and the, the Facebooks. Um, I like. Twitter I open a, a lot. I open a parlor account. If you know what parlor is, you know what it is. If I don't. You don't know what it is. Okay, you you definitely don't need to go on parlor. Not that you would have a hard time or anything like that, but I open one of those accounts and I've been getting used to the rhythm on there, just reading people's posts and stuff like that. What is parlor? Uh, parlor is the place, quote unquote, where conservatives go to have oh, a man, free voice. Yeah. <laughs> and they're able to communicate their thoughts without being censored. Now, that's a tricky thing, right? Someone's saying, I want to be able to communicate my thoughts without being censored. So there are some things that we would all agree on need not be said out loud, right? Well, Parla is the place where you can go say it. And uh, I was trying to engage with some people on there. And I realized for a second, I was like, oh, man, you guys aren't even like funny crazy. You're like really crazy. Like we started getting into the ballot counting conversation, which was an amazing thing. And I like to hear people out. I'm like, look, I know there's a limited amount of characters that you can type in, but would you be willing to explain what it is exactly you're saying to me? They're like, we well, don't understand. They're missing ballots. Like, yeah. no, I get, I get that part, bro. I I could be wrong. I'm trying to get you to tell me how I'm wrong. Where are the missing ballots? And now this is like a good hour in, and I'm chuckling basically on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have I don't have like this much time in my fucking day, dude. I don't I either. It's no just my idea. day off. <laughs> like, I found I found the COD tweet. Sensor tweets oh, out. Play. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is the best COD I've ever played. Literally, never get bored of this game. And I just I just responded with, "This is going to age like milk, right? It's a poorly. It's going to age poorly." Uh, and then like a few fr- a few people that I know respond with some stuff, and then it's like this dude right here. 100% not gonna eat like milk and I was like I'm saving this shit I'll see you in six months and this guy's like I can tell you the type of person to hate every single COD after a month or two past launch get hyped for the next one just do it all over again I know for a fact I will love this game for for years and I said oh yeah you could tell that from one tweet very good and then the person who replied to me apparently his Twitter is suspended <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the guy who was like Modern Warfare 2 is probably your favorite COD, right? I'm like no, it's actually Black Ops 2 if you really wanted to know Next time we gotta get you to read the tweets in the Shakespearean voice in different no. character no. <laughs> given all the hotel. Um let me ask you a question. Just a, a side note. You sent me a text earlier and I just want to make sure I was understanding you. Did you say that fool came in? Mike Perry came in, he missed weight by how much was it exactly? Four and a half pounds over uh non-championship weight. So you could we could weigh in at 171 and he he weighed in at 175.5. So four and a half pounds. It's not the most egregious we've seen in, in recent history, nah. but it's still uh, it's still not a good look. Uh, but he's been talking about having a bad weight cut this entire time. I don't want to talk about Mike Perry. I don't. Th- I think the guy's an idiot. So <laughs> the only thing I will say about poor Mike Perry is he is a prime example of uh, you need coaches and you need people that are kind of like underpinnings when you're you a fighter. Need someone or... to fucking tell you no. Uh, and no coach has, than... and no no fighter has that. Uh, more more than just no, because people hear no, people tell people no all the time. It's about getting someone to resonate with the no. Mike Perry needs someone that's willing to sit down with him and goes, you know what, Mike, that's not a good idea. Put that chicken down, right? Leave that dog alone. Don't go home with that stripper. He needs John Jones's life coach. <laughs> so you're signing up to help Mike Perry? Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not, just, I'm not gonna talk about this. I just, I, I fucking don't think the guy needs needs any any press. I don't, I don't think I'm anything about it. Uh, there was another twi- there's another Twitter argument that I got into, and not argument. Uh, ben Askren tweets out many many people don't realize. 
Bitcoin only goes up in value. Now, I've been I've been on paper saying I think Ben Askren is doing a, a really long con uh, pump and dump with with uh, Bitcoin, which is fairly okay. illegal. Um, because at one point when it hit X dollars, he just started advertising Bitcoin like crazy. Um, so it says, uh, yeah, Bitcoin only goes up in value. The dollar goes down in value. So I then look up, you know, as the as the astute investor that I am, uh, I look up the long format from its inception in 2010, the the chart of what the price of Bitcoin is. Right. And it was nothing, nothing, nothing. And it goes up and it spikes at 20,000 and then drops right. to under 5,000. And we're now about. 17 18 19,000 with bitcoin right now and i'm like this is just not historically accurate right it doesn't only go up it it fluctuates like a, like a traditional stock and then some guy is like he like takes my screenshot and then cuts it down to only the portion where it's going up and then draws a line and I, and like i respond to him because that line is because <laughs> uh, listen you know from me that this is sarcasm but this guy clearly didn't get it um I was like, oh, because that line is representative of the overall trend. It goes up and down like a traditional stock. He didn't understand that I was being very sarcastic. He's like, yeah, but the overall trend is what's important. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, but uh, unlike the U.S. dollar, it'll just keep going up. And I'm like, no traditional national currency has ever gone up over time. I'm like, yeah. And then I explained to him how Bitcoin price is driven. It's by confidence, right? Like if I think it's worth $19,001 and someone else is willing to pay it, that is the confidence within Bitcoin. But if no one buys at $19,000 and everyone's selling at $19,000, that's not what it's worth. It's just worth whatever whatever someone will pay for it, right? So it's like Tesla stock. It's like Tesla stock yeah. is way overvalued, but people are willing to pay for it. So that's what it's valued at, right? Like, And then I, I give him a fucking history and a... In economics, real quick, slap them up, got out. You did that all in four four hundred characters. <laughs> I, I bet you it was less than four hundred. <laughs> I bet you total. Ah, uh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe total four oh three. It's if if you ever get a chance, people, please go follow Zach on Twitter, man. It's it is quite possibly with my morning coffee, some of the best shit I've ever done. It's not that good. I don't. <laughs> it's good enough where you text me. You're like, <laughs> every once in a while, something will like blow up a little bit. Like the the tweet to Asman Gold blew up. Had like like two hundred and change likes, and I'm like, oh okay, like blow blew up a little bit, but like. I tweet a lot about UFC stuff and and like dog pictures. To this day, I think the best troll tweet I've ever seen is when that kid got into that beef with the the porn star uh, Brandy Love, and uh, basically she took a stance that I was not expecting from an adult film actress to take. She uh, very much fell into "I'm a woman and you can't speak to me this way," and he, there was a long pause in his response, and uh, he's like, "Whoa." This B can take three D's at a time, but she can't take a joke. And I just dropped my phone <laughs> and walked away. I'm like, this is savage it's level. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't it's know. Savage. I try to I like to chime in on things occasionally. It's just fun, yeah. right? It's just fun. You gotta you gotta do it. I've been waiting. So now that we've gotten all the fluff out of the way, I've been waiting to get your take on this because we covered this pretty closely. And I'm not going down the line, by the way, because I, I want to come back to number four. Uh Fucking Anderson Silva, man. You know what's about to you know what's about to happen next, right? He's you gonna sign watch- to he's gonna sign to some org that'll allow him to take steroids, I'm assuming. Yep. The same thing, the no. same same reason Vitor Belfort left. 
So Anderson Silva has been officially released by the UFC, and the only time they do this or had traditionally have done this in the past is when they couldn't come to an agreement on how a person should either continue their career or, or end their career, mm-hmm. right? So they did. You, you didn't see this with Chuck Liddell and Matt Hughes, two fighters that have had their uh, – you know, their public contention with uh, Dana White. Actually, they were probably two of the biggest company men. But I know that they've had public disagreements with him before. But Dana wanted them to stop fighting so badly that he gave them shelf jobs where they were making quite a bit of money. Uh, Chuck Liddell was 100 grand a year. Yeah. And uh, Matt Hughes. And then it was he also gave the same deal to Forrest Griffin. Uh, Antonio yeah, but Forrest Griffin Nogueira. then went and took over the, the PI and made himself useful. Wait, hold on for a second. So that's a larger point. They were actually given real positions. Now, what each of them decided to do with those positions was entirely up to them. Lorenzo and Dana and the other uh, brother were happy to just pay Liddell and Hughes not to fight again. Sure. Forrest Griffin really took his job seriously. He took it very serious in regards to grooming younger fighters, teaching, and it's stuff that you, you know, we take for granted when you work a nine to five, but if you're a guy who's fighting for a living, Maybe no one's ever explained to you what a copay is, right? Or that you don't have to pay for your medical coverage during a fight. A lot of these guys don't know that. If you're on a ticket, your arm gets broken on the ticket. Guess who pays for your arm to get mended? Should be the UFC. Exactly. So it's it was good to see Griffin step into that. Anderson Silver, on the other hand, man, this one is pretty bummy because he just got laced by Uriah Hall. By all accounts, even though I love Uriah Hall, he is what some would consider not a top-tier fighter. He has the potential to be a top-tier fighter. He has all the physical potential to be that, but he just never has been able to pull that trigger when he's needed to. And uh, he got beat bad. It wasn't even like a mistake or a a lucky punch. It was as bad as the Rashad Evans knockout to friggin', um, what's this guy's name? Glory Teixeira. Looked horrible. Mm -hmm. Anderson had been hinting at ending his career on this fight the entire way up to the fight yeah. saying that this this was it his coaches are asking him his kids are asking him one of his sons is a professional fighter himself and i'm sure he wants to spend more time with his dad as a dad and not as a coach everyone's asking him to drop out dana and anderson have had a you're you're up on their history right dana has famously said i'll drop you and let you go to strike force and they'll figure out how to deal with you from this point and Sure. One of the first one of the first fighters that he's really besides Tito Ortiz really come after for his fight style. And they released him. So now we get to look forward to, I guess, Bellator or one picking him up. And so Bellator already denied the fact that they that they don't want him. Um, Scott Coker was already asked from one of the reporters, and he said, you know, listen, I have a lot of respect for the guy. Uh, I love watching him fight, but I like the direction Bellator is currently going, and we want to continue going down that path. So Bellator doesn't want him either. So that leaves one and Ryzen and PFL. Um, That's about it. And I think there's Rumble in the Jungle is the name of the organization. This is a real organization in Brazil. I don't think he's going to go there. (laughs) He's going to get fucking ruined. (laughs) But there's another side to this entire thing, right? So he could have been released from the UFC. And the other side to look at this is that Dana said, I can't stop him from fighting, but I don't have to endorse his contract anymore. I don't have to pay. So he had a fight left on his contract, I believe. This wasn't his last fight. One, I think he had one, one fight, fight left on his contract after this. Yeah. Did they pay him out? Uh, so the, I, I don't know what the exact the... wording on the contract is. I think it's when it's a mutual split, there may be a 
you know, uh, separation on that where you get 50% of whatever your show was, or you might just get what the show money was. I, I don't know how it works out for them, yeah. but I know whatever it is, it's cheaper than keeping him on at this point, right? Because <laughs> if sure. something bad happens to Anderson under their watch, and this is what they're really worried about, because how long have you been watching MMA now? Like six, seven years, I think you said? No, it's three, maybe four. Uh, have you seen the Chuck Liddell knockout when he got knocked out by Rashad Evans? Uh, maybe. I probably have an highlight somewhere. All right. So so Chuck Liddell was groomed to be fighting Forrest Griffin for the belt, right? And this is the fight that Dana didn't want to make. He ran into a brick wall named Rashad Evans. Rashad Evans caught him with the worst look, the nastiest overhand at the same time as Chuck throwing his own uh his own upper uppercut, I believe it was, and flattened him. Okay. From that that moment on. People gave Dana so much shit because they're like, you have the power to stop this, even if he didn't want to stop himself. You didn't have to book this fight. You didn't have to do this reward, uh, this like uh, championship return that he was he was seeking after. I think this is probably the good, the best part, the best thing the UFC can do for Anderson Silva. I just hope Scott Coker and the rest of these guys stick to their word, man, because I think that Bellator, quote unquote, is heading in another direction, but. They haven't been heading in that direction long enough where they're like, oh, one bad card. And they're like, bring him in. No, <laughs> we'll put him up I, I, I doubt that they would do that. There's some high-level competition there, and Anderson Silva just doesn't fit that. Um, this this knockout that you're talking about is from 2008. Even if yeah. I had been watching MMA for seven years, it was still five years before my time. Um, yeah. It's 12 years ago now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have seen the knockout, um, but not in like – I didn't watch it live for sure. Dude, you know, it is up to Dana and the matchmakers at the UFC to really know when someone shouldn't be fighting anymore. They ran into the same issue with BJ Penn, um, shouldn't be fighting anymore. There, You know, there's a number of people that, that I'm sure, like, at some point will have to be stopped. Alistair Overeem is, is one that comes to mind to me of yeah. someone that they're going to have to say, listen, dude, you got knocked out eight times in the last two years. Like, you're going to have to stop. Right, like yeah. you're gonna need to not do this anymore. It is up to them at, in some aspect of, of a fighter's career to say, "Hey, stop!" You know, like that's it. Um, usually, when someone's at the end of their career, they don't release them though. No, um, they usually do not release them. They usually keep them with one fight left on their contract, so they have that that right to them in perpetuity, which is really easily to get really easy to get out of uh, in the court of law. Uh, usually, yeah, usually judges game, don't like. Usually judges don't like perpetuity clauses, um, especially in like little contracts like that. So it's super easy to get out of in a court of law. But yeah, man, hey, listen, Anderson Silva needs to go. You know, it's it's his time to retire. If you look at him in his last few fights, he's I don't know what's going on. He's he's slow. He doesn't look very sharp. He's, dude, he's old. Forty five. Right. He's, he's forty five. He's, he's impressive for a forty five year old. How man. old is Glover? Glover is forty one. Is Glover forty one? I believe so. Yeah. But uh, it's funny. It's funny that you bring up the uh, the infamous one fight left on their contract. Rich Franklin uh, infamously still has one fight left on his contract. Sure. Ronda Rousey still has so one fight, fight left on her contract. Fight Absolutely. Her contract. And it's like you said, it is a way to make sure that they don't go to another organization. That's why I think this whole thing is kind of interesting that they outright just released him. Right now, that I right. That BJ Penn, I'm sure, has a fight left on his contract. Oh God! <laughs> he's probably got like twelve. I actually think he signed. He inked a new contract before they. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I can't find it, but I'm almost positive that I saw in Bleacher Report 
that he had three fights on a new contract. <laughs> I'm sure They're he like, does. I'm sure he fucking <laughs> does, dude. But yeah, they they released him outright. Look, I, I'm just gonna say this, man. I'm I'm gonna say this as a as a hardcore MMA fan, man. I would pay money to never watch Anderson get knocked out by a jab <laughs> ever fucking, again. Yeah, you're crazy. I would not pay money for it. Um, I would, dude. I would pay money. Look, MMA is only a few heart a heartbeat away from what's happened in boxing three times and i think it was a year right like the they there's already been a death in mma a few on smaller cards smaller sure. organizations. no major organizations ever had a death though I don't no know. major i think the closest they came might have been uh that european organization where that kid got killed uh he was one of connor's training partners that qualifies as a major but they're still a feeder for for the ufc right right, right? right. they're still a feeder for the ufc and bellator no one wants to see this shit. I, I just think it's interesting that they cut him, and I think this might either go to the relationship that Dana has with Anderson. I can see them sitting in a room with each other, and Dana's like, "What do you want to do, Anderson?" He's like, <laughs> and he's like, "What do you want to do, Anderson?" <laughs> so it's, it's like he's got brain damage. Cut him. Cut him. Now. He's just sitting here laughing, dude. <laughs> like uh, that's that's all I care about, man. Luke Thomas has an interesting take on this the anderson phenomenon and uh he believes that and a lot of other people believe that the error of the fighter making a comeback at 45 you know we've made too much of this in combat sports we've mm -hmm. made too much of the george foreman's the glover to these anomalies really the the tommy hitman herds all these guys hopkins mm -hmm. we've made such a big deal out of these old guys being able to compete at such a high level until they can't compete anymore but no one's really there to catch them once it's over right no one's there to be like hey you just got knocked out of the ring bro you yeah know? <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's like dude just just chill <laughs> but it's like tim kennedy tim kennedy's the prime example he was an elite soldier and he an still elite is athlete. still an elite soldier mm -hmm. still could be an elite athlete and quite possibly one of the best jits players that most that the common non-brazilian is going to see in america he has a lot of slick tricks up okay. his sleeve but he knew when it was time man when kelvin gaslam beats you within a half inch of your life a smart guy right like um yeah. you know when you're non-competitive anymore um, and it's the same point that Rogan made to, to Brendan Shaba on, on Rogan's podcast, the famous podcast, now, um, that he just wasn't competitive anymore, you know? And it's like, dude, like save yourself, you know, go do something else. Right. Tim Kennedy is successful in his own right. Like, oh, love him on YouTube. Funny guy. Yeah, he's great. You know, <laughs> I, I just <laughs> you got you got to you got to know when to stop. Right. You got to know when to stop. Yeah. You got to look at it and you got to be objective and you can't like always hold on to that ego or that, uh, that like, dude, I, you know, I, I was this person one time. It's like, no, 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 this is who I am now. Right. My past yeah. has made me who I am. Um, yeah. this is what I'm capable of and this is what I do. Right. Like you have to like, look at that objectively. Yeah. You got to be able to go, you know what? A 12 weeker sounds good, but getting beat to death by someone younger than me doesn't sound that great you just and you know what i've thought about that many times many many a times and i and i agree i agree it would be a real bad look for one half of the show <laughs> you know what folks we have a lot of fun here talking with a dad we had a couple of interns we fired them recently you know COVID and again all, but, uh... again we fired them again we fire <laughs> not exactly. rehire the same six people one of them 
one of them was uh 55 years old he was talking about going back to boxing me and zach talked him out of it so you know we're saving lives over here uh you know me <laughs> lifesaver oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sorry let me pull myself together here. real quick as we uh as we transition away from anderson silver's poor poor career and you know, never mind I, just, I can't with this guy anymore zach interview question for you god how many ufc pay-per-views have you not purchased in your life i don't know the first how many years of fucking fights that i didn't watch <laughs> i don't know a lot when do you think it's a good idea not to purchase a ufc card um, what do you when i didn't know that there was a pay-per-view up until yesterday it's probably a good sign not to buy the card. Uh, if we're talking about UFC, we're talking about UFC 255. I assume. Um, right. I'm not buying UFC 255. It's just I'll watch the prelims and not watch the fucking main card. There's no reason. Like, okay, Valentina Shevchenko is fighting. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. But she's gonna murder whoever she fights. So like, who cares? <laughs> I didn't know that there was a pay-per-view. I didn't know there was fights this weekend until yesterday when I saw someone's like, oh, weigh-ins tomorrow. And I'm like, weigh-ins? <laughs> wait, why are you weighing me? <laughs> it's a bad idea. Bring you saw to here first. I saw no press promo for this. Nothing. Uh, I watched last week's card. They didn't even announce it then. I think they I dude, I don't think they did, dude. I would remember this. I'd be like, oh shit, Valentina's well, fighting next week. She's just a fucking co main. Who, who, who the hell is fighting, right? Uh, I got it. I got it. it. and Figueredo is fighting oh, yeah. Alex Perez as the main event. Don't give a fuck. Um, Valentina Shevchenko oh. is fighting uh, Jennifer Maya. Going to be Ooh. a decent fight. Exactly. She's 18 6 and 1. Um, Mike, Perry, this is the third fight, by the way. Mike Perry's fighting Tim Means. The I, dirty bird. I could not fucking care. Women's flyweight Caitlin Chukagin fighting uh, Cynthia Calvillo, and then um, Mauricio Hua. Hua Shogun. Yeah, don't Holy care. Smoke. Don't care. Talk about a guy, another guy that needs to retire. Just man. Hang it up. And he's fighting Paul Craig, the Bear Jew. It's not a good fight for him. Is that his actual nickname? He's not Jewish, though. It's a, it's a whole thing. Ariel Hawani got it really happy. Then he found out he's just a Scottish guy. <laughs> Dude, I will not be buying this car. And, uh, you no, know, I don't, there's no I don't, reason to. <laughs> I don't stream stuff illegally. I want to support. Let me tell you about the reason I stopped streaming fights illegally. Because it, it dawned on me one day that some of my favorite shows and movies will never have sequels or second seasons. Because I was watching it illegally and the That's rating pros not were, true. were not. It's not true, but it's what I tell myself, right? Actually, Hannibal got canceled because it was one of the most, not canceled, but came to an end due to lack of viewership because it was one of the most pirated shows what, on TV. Um, what was it on? Was it on like HBO or something? No, it was on Fox. Interesting. And it came on. It, it, was, came on on the it was on cable and they're pirating <laughs> it? You know, so by far the most pirated uh, show ever was Game of Thrones. Um, 100%, 100%. And it went on for years after having that crown. So. Yeah, but this is all anecdotal evidence. It, it no, I don't think it matters. I, I I think I think it does. I think it impacts it. They made a PSA about it. I saw it in front of a movie. They don't do that type of stuff unless it. Did matters. you see the FBI warning? Yeah, the FBI. Like warning. I don't, I don't fuck. I don't want to involve those guys. <laughs> but it, it's, listen, I have the last card that I didn't pay for was pirated. Was you know a decade ago, at least I was 
29. So it's two decades ago. Oh, no. <laughs> one, one decade. <laughs> one decade. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess here's I'm, why not, I'm, I'm not, not paying 65 bucks for those. No, and this is why I think these should be low. I don't want to disrespect the fighter, man, but these should be low rate cards, right? Like, there should, this should be, be a- an $8 pay. Like, if this Dude, was 8 bucks, I would still think about it. Dude, you know why this is happening? Because they don't want to mistreat uh, Figueroa the same way that they did Demetrius. Do you know that most of Demetrius's uh, earlier championship fights, they were all on Fox Sports or Fox? Sure. That's how you build someone as a name. You you put it out to the public. No one knows who <laughs> Divas... Inf- this is going to sell 25,000 pay-per-views. <laughs> Benson Henderson fought two of his three title fights, I believe, on Fox. It's it's how yeah. you build a name, and I, I don't care. The UFC doesn't do press for people. Um, yeah, no one knows who Davis and Figueredo is. We do, right? Yeah. We do. We watch him beat up Joey Benavidez twice, Poor like guy. brutally beat him up. Benavidez didn't belong in there, but like it, your bigger fight, your Valentina Shevchenko title match, should be the main event, and it's just not, you know, and, and it's just purely not. So. It is. What it is. I, Mike Perry's on the fucking main card with uh, Brandon Moreno and uh, Brandon Roy Vall, which is a flyweight eliminator, by the way, is on the is on the prelims. That should be on the main card, in my opinion. One hundred percent. You know, what's crazy about this whole situation, though. I was sorry. I didn't even realize the prelims definitely look way better. The prelims. I'm like, dude, (laughs) I'm going to watch the prelims. I'm excited for the prelims. (laughs) Dude, Tim means, man. Talk about like coming late. Uh, This guy's been fighting out of Albuquerque forever. He's from the other gym in Albuquerque, New Mexico (laughs) is basically the way it's put and does a lot for the community, changed his life around. Obviously, his record speaks to how long he's been fighting 30, 12 and one. Yeah. This I believe this might be his first pay-per-view point, if I remember correctly, man. And it's like you couldn't give this guy Tim Means a real, a be real, a countdown, anything <laughs> like anything to celebrate one of your veterans. This is a guy who shows up to fight. He's one of those coaches slash fighter guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's he's literally yeah. coaching one week, and then they call him. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> give him the respect. Yeah. Give him that. I was going to say, because UFC 207, he fought uh, Alex Oliveira, but he was on the early prelims. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, another another crazy thing, we're starting to see uh, the fighters. They're, they're cycling through their fighters, man. Uh, Caitlin uh, Chokagian. This would be her second. Like, she fought this recently, be like her, right? Yeah. She fought recently got hit with a nasty body shot that made her scream out in pain. Yes. At any rate. I'm not buying this card for the same exact reasons as you, but also because I think that the UFC is starting to do something really dangerous. You want to promote your fighters, go back to putting them back on ESPN Plus cards and build up the countdown. Sure. No one's showing, no one's going to pay money. I'm sorry, man. I love Valentina uh, Subchenko, but she's in an awkward place, the same place that Ronda Rousey was in, and we should have been honest back then. This is not worth $55. This is not worth $65. $65. That's what it is now. We're up to 65 bucks. Um, yeah, this card specifically is not worth $65. Um, I like Valentina Shevchenko, but she's in the same place for me as where DJ was, where it's like, yeah. okay, well, why would we pay for a DJ card? Because we just know he's going to win, right? Like, it doesn't matter. There, there's nothing there. There's no one in that division 
that I would want to see fight Valentina Shevchenko as a competitive fight. No. And then the thing about the DJ situation, you know a lot of people who did buy the pay-per-views, that was in clear support of DJ and also a protest purchase. But it was like he sold 50,000 pay-per-views. It was hard. Like total. Like he didn't sell he didn't sell any. But the point is, this is the point DJ was making, the same point that Crawford's making to Bob Arum. It's not my fault you're not promoting me properly. You signed a contract to put me on regular TV, pay me, and promote the fight. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because most DJ fights were actually pretty enjoyable to watch because you got to watch a higher skill level, even if it was against a mediocre opponent in some instances. I think that these fights need to go back to being on ESPN+. Plus. Bottom line, dude. That's This is the perfect ESPN Plus card. You get some good promo ads, get some good sponsorship on it. People are going to tune in to watch this stuff. Yeah. You know that... You know how many people tuned in to watch Crawford fight for free on ESPN? A lot. It just, dude, it's the highest rated combat sport event that they've had on that channel. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's, it's Crawford is a name. Yeah. yeah Terrence Crawford's a name. Yeah, when you're the boogeyman of the fucking division and no one wants to fight you. Bro, <laughs> no one wants to fight him, man. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Let's move off of fighting. We do, uh, we do, we monthly, actually probably Monday would have been our monthly uh, UFC show. So we'll have to push but it back. there was a fight. It's true, but it, it doesn't matter. It would have been, it should have been last Monday, actually. It should have been this Monday we just passed. Um but we do monthly. We do one, so we're due for one. So let, let's kind of save. Some, let's save some of that. Let's move uh, on to some. Uh, here we go. I don't. I don't even know. What do you want to move on to? You want to talk about no, 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 sweet, no, no, no. sweet apple uh, chip sets, or do you want to talk about the drama? Let's leave the drama for last. Let's talk about the apple stuff. You're gonna have to walk me through this one. I yeah, apple M1 chipset. What about it? Uh, it's, it's good. Just it's bit. just nice, right? It's really good, and it's just another great hot topic. I'm actually more interested in this as a consumer than I am uh, as a techie because it's, one, to see Apple. So you know more about their business relationship, uh, lack thereof, with Intel and some of the trappings that they've had to deal with using an Hold Intel on. chipset. Go for it. They're, they're in business with Intel all over the place. Yeah, USB everywhere. Type-C, lightning yep. cables, yep. all yep. of that. Yep. They yep. just don't like the price that they charge for the processors. Exactly. So... <laughs> I don't know why my voice cracked. It, I don't but, know. Hey. <laughs> but we here now. But so basically, Apple is making their own silicon, which is uh, something that's really interesting for any business to do because they're saying that they are going to design their chipset. They're going to design an optimized operating system to work around that chipset that would be able to utilize that chipset. And by all accounts, everyone that's used the new M1 um, MacBook Air and yep. the Mac Mini love it. They love it. It's the first real upgrade in the Mac lineup in seven years. Yeah. You know, the touch bar wasn't a real upgrade. That was cosmetic. Right. You know, the MagSave 2 might have been the last, like, real legitimate update upgrade. Dude. It's just one of those things that you you see and you wonder why other companies can't do it. Now, when I say wonder why, I'm going into the what ifs here, right? Sure. So this is something that you I would love to see. Money is the answer. Money is always the answer. It always is. This is something that I would love to see Sony do. This is something I would love to see Microsoft do with the Xbox. Uh, I forgot who purchased ARM processors. I believe it was NVIDIA, correct? Sure, I believe it was. And, uh, you know, it's something that I'm looking forward to seeing people have take more control over their product and their destiny because it becomes a little bit hard when you're licensing out or you're relying on another 
entity to build you a system to spec and then you run into these situations where it's like what do you mean it can't run s x86 what do you mean it's not you know and it's it doesn't make any sense i want to see what apple does with this but at the same time i keep snapping back to reality they've had their own chipset in their own phones right and we haven't seen any huge leaps and bounds in the way that they utilize mm -hmm. those processors in their phones but this was a cool step in the right direction so linus did his uh has started his initial opening on the new MacBook Air, and I think he summed it up correctly. He was amazed by how underwhelmed he was by the entire thing, that it just seemed like a no-brainer to be heading in this direction for them as a company. Sure. Also, the design the design shape with the M1, man, they, when they cracked open that Mac Mini, there was like basically nothing in there. It's, yeah. just, the main, it's just the main logic board. <laughs> there is no room for upgradability. You cannot put in your own RAM. The RAM is situated soldered right i'm sure soldered right on there and it's like we're starting they're starting to move closer and closer to the lexus direction you know remember when you could take a lexus to get fixed by like the guy in the corner and he'd like give me a you know, buy me a so pack of beer apple is the apple is the traditional company that's been doing this for the longest time um yeah apple has has fought against the, your right to repair for years now um ever. forever right forever so i'm not surprised that what they're what they're doing uh, from what I've heard, from what I've seen, it looks fantastic. Uh, it's a yeah. it's a legitimate upgrade within the line, which they haven't done in so long. So it's it's nice to see a final upgrade for the people who love their Macs and get new Macs often or are in the market for a new Mac right now, right? And th those are the people that, are, that I'm happy for. Other than that, dude, it's a fucking Apple computer. You know, it, they're all basically the same anyway. I'm looking to see what the benchmarks are. That's the one thing we don't have any reviews on yet is to see what the performance yeah. increases right so some yeah. people know so here's one thing that they advertise apple themselves which you always have to be worried about with the macbook air apparently it only takes one fraction of a second to open and load once you open the screen mine's quick i, I don't know how much faster it could get oh um, it's, it's 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 so quick that there were people trying to pry it open just far enough to see if the screen was black shit turned on Really? So it's, it's ready to go. I mean, I, I that's what I got for you. If you're an Apple lover, you I good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you. As you guys are as, as hardcore about your products as anyone can be. As Apple anybody, fans. as legitimately anybody. The Apple <laughs> diehards are fucking some of the weirdest people I've ever met. I hope we get diehards like that for the show one day. Like, we I, will. Like, like, like the type that want to kill us, though. Those are yeah, the those are the kinds of fans that I like. <laughs> the obsessive ones, like Zach. You have to hire guards. You have to hire guards to keep keep fucking watch. Oh, that means we'd be making money. Hired guards? Could you imagine? Oh. oh wait, they don't work as well as you think they do. Sometimes Eminem had someone break into his house, scream out, "Marshall, I'm here to kill you!" And the only person that heard that was Eminem. Security <laughs> in the other room. This is a real story, bro. The guy broke in. It's yeah. on his ring footage, and he screams out, "Marshall, I'm here to kill you!" Amazing. And your security doesn't doesn't wake up. They don't have the M1 chips in them, obviously. I, I, but clearly, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where this whole thing goes. I'm waiting for the benchmarks to come out. It's just, it's gonna be the same limitations. This is the thing that, that really like. Okay, so now you now you're gonna be. Let me get my words together. You will be able to edit just a little bit faster than you normally would be able to but that only translates into that small form factor device that has the same exact issues that the previous generation does when you put it under an intensive workload so if you're using your macbook air to edit videos and it was already overheating when you were watching videos on youtube 
I just don't see where the fix is there. But again, I don't get paid the big bucks. This is where Zach comes in. Zach, set me straight, man. What? We're not looking for fixes for shit, Steve. We're looking here. To, we're looking to sell products. Okay. <laughs> we're sell products. But it, so for real though, it is a legitimate upgrade, yeah. and you can't you can't overlook that as being a a, a plus for the consumer. Um, whether or not you're going to be editing videos on your Mac or just watching YouTube videos on it, the upgrade it will be noticeable, I'm sure. Um, I saw a report somewhere, this is anecdotal, that some guy uh, unplugged his Mac and when it was at 100%, watched an hour of YouTube videos and then rendered two 4K videos on it, and it was still at 76% battery. That's amazing. That's incredible if that's true. It's anecdotal, right? One guy... Yeah. Um, you, you'd have to do that thousands of times for that to be true about how good the battery yeah. life is on it. Um, but you know, it is what it is, right? Like it, it's a laptop, right? You can always, you can only expect so much out of them. So man, if only that standard was applied to, oh, never mind. We already got down votes on the whole next gen council thing. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Those people hated us. <laughs> Good. <laughs> 60 I was like, whoa, they're dropping links up in here. <laughs> yeah, they dropped links, dude. I'm like, oh. I'm, like I'm not clicking on anything. Shit was not. fake. <laughs> <laughs> it was fake. They were so bad. Just man. because one guy had to get his replaced doesn't mean everyone else's was 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 real. Let's be yeah, fair. That, that one guy in Switzerland or Poland, was whatever it was. I think it was Polish. He didn't fucking know. How, he didn't know what an Xbox One was anyway, or an Xbox Series Whoa X. Oh now, <laughs> hey now, hey now, everyone. Oh, you know what? The school. Interesting dilemma. I thought you would get a kick out of this. Notice there's been an influx of orders for Xbox Ones coming in. People are mistaking and, it. Yeah, <laughs> I told you this. I I already. I see. Listen. Here's here's the shitty thing. I already told you this. I told you that the yeah. Xbox One Amazon sales were up four thousand yeah. percent. Because people are buying the wrong product. Amazing. Now, do you return it out of embarrassment, or do you keep it and you just go, "Here you, you go, burn it. You definitely burn it." And you and you you email Amazon and go, "It came in burnt." And they're like, "What?" And you send them a picture. And you got to what you really got to do is you got to crop out your 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 fire pit, right? right? And then you go on with that, dude. I don't. They're like, "There's a picture." It, it, Listen, you know, that picture just describes to me <laughs> Xbox people. That's it. So, you know what's gonna be crazy though? Oh, uh, you know what? No, wait, I almost broke my own promise to myself. Hold on for a second. I'm not talking about this anymore. The consoles, not, you, yeah, I'm, you're the one who brought it up. I'm not, I, you said, I'm, unless one one gets up and kills a small child, then uh, you're not talking about it again. So, I, I, I assume I'm going to be seeing that that <laughs> that link soon. It's going to be interesting. All right, man. I'm just, I gotta tell you, man. Even though like this has been like one of those episodes where the uh, the the subject matter is light, to say the very least, I'm having a good time. <laughs> oh, I'm always having a good time. I'm always having a good time. The next two are pretty interesting. We're gonna move away from fucking Apple. Congratulations, Apple. You guys made a decent laptop. Shocking. You've been doing right. it for twenty years. Um, so there's there's a little bit of drama within the Twitch community. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this or not. Um, there was a. Uh, a Twitch rivals, I think it was a Fall Guys tournament. Um, every huge people in it: Tyler One and Shroud and Doctor Lupo and I, another guy who I couldn't identify by his voice, which isn't surprising. Um, we're all in a Discord call, right? Like you have T One, Lupo, and Shroud, three of your biggest people at play 
right now in a Discord call, plus a fourth guy, couldn't tell who it was, um, competing in the, in the Twitch Rivals tournament. XQC is in a call with Tfue, Night Blue, uh, and a few other people. Names aren't really that important. Much of those guys got uh, banned as a result of it. But um, so Lupo and Shroud, I forget what it was, but basically it was Lupo for sure. XQC gets his people to stream snipe, including him. He, he's, he's, he's in on this. Stream sniped Dr. Lupo in like the final round of the tournament. And XCC has already been eliminated. So the difference between the payout was $4,000 per player to $9,000 per player. That's the difference, right? So if you get third, you get 4K. If you get second, you get 9,000. And it's four people on a team. Um, so it gets stream service Dr. Lupo on stream while he's streaming. Right. If I don't know if, if you're aware of what stream sniping is, it's when you yeah. watch someone and then you intentionally get into their game to try to uh, manipulate the outcome of that game in some facet. Right. In Tarkov, it's trying to kill Landmark. In Fall Guys, it's trying to make Tim lose more games. Right. Because it's funny. Um, so XQC does this to Lupo on stream with a five thousand dollar difference in prize pool per player at stake. Uh and now that is kind of the backlash. There's a 10 or 12 minute video of Shroud and Tyler one talking about it of, of them just ripping into them. Now stream sniping is a big issue. I, I, I think it's huge. And this is the first time a legitimately large partnered streamer has stream sniped on stream. That's why this is so big. It's such a scumbag thing to do. I'm sorry, man. It I is. No, I... you were a hundred percent correct here. And that's exactly what, I think it might be verbatim what Shroud and T1 said. So this is the thing, man. I know I shouldn't introduce these type of elements. I do think they're in this life, man, short of catching a felony, there are things worth fighting over, right? And that's something that I would be hard-pressed if we saw each other in public. Like, if you've shortened up my money in any way, shape, or form, or you've just done me wrong, right? like, for no like apparent the, like reason. Like the guy at Asus shipping. <laughs> So now, admittedly, both Tyler one, all the guys in the call said, listen, the $5,000 doesn't matter to me, right? right. He's like, I'm not going to worry about the five grand. I was probably going to donate it to charity anyway. That's not going to matter to me. But there are smaller streamers in this competition yeah. that if he had done that to, like the five, yeah. the, the difference of $5,000 could have legitimately changed their life. Yep. And that's what, that's why they made such a big deal about it. And rightfully so, in my opinion. No, I mean, you should make it. It's about integrity when it comes to this type of stuff. Look, I know a lot of people may not look at uh, competitions regarding eSport as a real competition, but it is because there's a, people practice, they sacrifice, they give up their time. Content there's a lot of money involved. Up, a lot of money involved, but more than anything else, reputations are on the line, right? And this is something where it's like your word is your bond. Your honor is as far as people sure. know you. And if you're doing dickhead shit like this, honestly, I would never want to play or associate with you again. And like any, yeah, that's pretty pretty much what Shroud and T one said. T one's yeah. had some choice words. I'm not going to use them. Um, right. They were very funny though. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so four people in in that call, the the the, uh, the XQC call, got seven day bans. Um, Tifu had to had to forfeit his prize money. Um, yeah. XQC offered to forfeit his money and just donated it to charity, which I thought was was like a good response. Um, and he is banned for six months from any future Twitch Rivals tournaments. So seven-day Twitch ban, six-month competitive ban, which is fine, right? And, and Shroud has come out and said that 
a ban for a big streamer like that is best case scenario. It yeah. literally is. He's like, first of all, these guys don't take days off. So now he has a week vacation that he wasn't expecting. So that's probably yeah. really good for him. Uh, and he said, and when people are banned and they come back, they do better numbers than they did before. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, this person's coming back. Right. I've never watched XQC. He comes from the Overwatch community. I know who he is. Like, If he was walking down the street, I would know visually who he was. Um, but I don't like actually know his content or, or whatever. But um yeah, this is, this is a huge issue within Twitch right now. And it's pretty interesting that Twitch actually came out and made responses to it. It's I was going to say that, man, because typically they only respond if you're a guy and you take your shirt off or, you know, if they play some mentally unstable person in charge or some type of moral efficacy type of deal. Or if you're docking, you stream in a bathroom. Or if you're docking, you stream in the bathroom. Or if you're docking, you subsequently got a good contract and they were like, hey, you remember that good contract you got? Yeah. 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 We're gonna need all that. <laughs> you didn't spin that yet, did you? No, oh, it's, did. it's good. <laughs> it's it's good to see them to respond to this, man. But I unfortunately, it doesn't change the behavior, right? It doesn't change the behavior in the instance where other people are going to stream snipe. He's made it a little bit more because you know there were some trolls that thought it was funny. You know there were some detractors that thought that was yeah. a cool thing to do, and it only perpetuates that. I'm not trying to lay the blame on him for everyone that does it but i think that when you do become an influencer quote end quote sure you this think was about during the stuff. event that twitch put on GlitchCon. um okay. in in replace of TwitchCon, right so twitch sent like <laughs> twitch sent all, like buses like a bus showed up to ninja's house where you would go inside of it and twitch had decorated it to how what your setting is they did one for tyler one they did one for shroud they did one for everybody like every big partnered streamer got one of these glitch con fucking things that showed up to their house and they got to hang out and, and like do streams from it right and uh yeah man it's just so crazy to me that he did it during this event idiot <laughs> yeah xqc night blue night blue is a uh league player uh mendo don't know who it is and, and grand poobery also don't know who it is uh, but they're all getting the exact same punishment as xqc because they were implicit they were in the call they were organizing with him to try to help tifu win more money um and didn't allow didn't notify an admin so night blue's not not night blue's not any person who's outside of controversy i think he's been banned more times than anyone that i know of on twitch um so like this is like kind of like right up his alley but yeah this is a it was pretty interesting for sure this is the type of time uh, situation you want to get banned with someone like khabib where khabib's like it's okay i pay for everyone's fines <laughs> no I, so they just all had to forfeit their their prize money oh, um, just the five g's okay well four g's right um but you know again these are people who are full-time content creators these guys are the top one percent of the one percent they're not worried about the money um you know they all offered it to go to uh charity um which everything kind of does i think like it, it, talking to the charity thing dr lupo just announced that all of his donations i think he said going forward are all going towards saint jude's now no lupo has has raised five million dollars in total for saint jude's on his on his uh tenure with uh with twitch so um, not shocking, but he said every donation going forward, I think, I think literally in perpetuity going forward, anything that he gets is all going towards St. Jude's now. So That's it, amazing. It, to come out of it, I, th I think that was kind of a result of it. Um, yeah. and he wanted it to be on the other side of it. So it's freaking crazy.
I'm trying to think of any other situations where I've seen some gnarly uh, stream hacks or I've heard about them, but none that have been like this egregious. I think there was, it's always by some troll, like in your chat. It's always by some, some little guy, right? There have been people yeah. banned for stream sniping before. This generally, um, stream sniping is generally a permanent ban. Uh, you get permanently banned for that, but you know, it's XQC, right? He's, he's how big, um, you know, he pulls 30, 40, 50,000 viewers pretty regularly. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're not going to ban him for life because of it. But this is, uh, at least they made a statement about it. And, and I'm happy with that because Twitch is usually notoriously bad at uh, making statements on things. So, yeah. Uh, okay, I see what you did there. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> things bother me, man. I have a little bit of OCD, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Um, uh, so in other news, uh, other drama uh, going on right now, a um, little bit of drama inside the Call of Duty community, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War comes out, they're all playing in these tournaments, uh, the TST guys, Hitch, Blake, George, are playing in a tournament, and come across what they think is a hacker, right, now this guy was also streaming, and I'm not going to give, I'm not going to give the guy any press, just in case he is, is hacking, um, but they come out and start like roasting this kid. Uh, and I say kid, I don't know how old he is. Uh, they come out and start roasting the, this guy and saying that he's a hacker and calling him a cheater and like all of this stuff. And then karma reopens his stream and is looking at his old VODs and talking about how much this guy is a hacker and like pointing out plays that, that this guy is hacking. I, Oh, Shane, we'll actually talk about that in a second. Thank you. Um, there's a little bit more drama going on. Um, I looked at this guy's VODs. I looked specifically at the clips that they had provided um, with, you know, the accusations. And I'm like, okay, well, listen, there's going to be like beyond reasonable doubt clips here, right? And I didn't see any implication that the guy was hacking whatsoever. Um, I've played Call of Duty on PC for a long time. I could tell you when someone is doing something shady. Uh, I could look at it, you know. I can look at the way that people play and tell what kind of player they are and, and tell if they have any sort of hacks or any sort of, um, you know, any sort of outside aid. I looked at this guy's clip and I just thought he was kind of a mediocre player with a decent shot. That was it. That's all that I saw. I didn't see anything that was like, oh, yeah, that's shady. It was all kind of like, okay, well, he doesn't like, he checks a spot once and then we'll never recheck it. And then we'll just sit in spots and then, kill people like i i didn't see anything that was bad um they pretty much bullied his teammates out of play so the way that it works is that the tst guys lost and then they get they get an admin involved like hey we think it's suspicious admin comes in and the guy's like all right well actually you know what we're gonna monitor this match replay the game and then um in the chat in the game one of the it was either hitch or george was like hey man like if you guys want to replay this with the guy you know, we can't help you on the other side if there's bands if there's bands uh, laid out. So this is where that that's where that got me pissed. Right before I'm like, okay, whatever. You can accuse a guy of hacking, whatever. Just replay him, see how it goes. The admins are watching him. They made him change his stream settings so he's streaming with um, the taskbar up, so you could see if there's anything running suspiciously and and all yeah. of that. And he did he did all of that. It, it seemed, um, and they like they were like, hey man. If you play this, like you could play it, but if you play it, we can't help you. 
And it's like, dude, like you can't just bully these guys out of the game. So you get your victory that you just lost. Like that just seems so fucking unfair and so shady to me. It really, yeah. really does. Yeah, because what's the point of having an admin? What's the point of having right? Well, what was the point of that? Right? Like, yeah. you should. They should have been forced to replay the match. Dude, see, that's it's it's a weird thing with the whole hacking thing because it's how do you know? Now I can understand if it's like, man, that guy just headshotted someone right through the wall, never even saw him coming. Right, that's, right. that's different. That's pretty obvious. That's obvious. But I'll find the this, clips. We'll talk about it after because um, it'll be easier to share the clips, but. Yeah, if you're just saying that this guy just got some good shots in, then it is what it is. To you me, lost, it didn't bro. look shady. It it didn't. I've played against a lot of hackers on, uh, on, on PC Call of Duty. This guy didn't seem like the traditional hacker. Um, like he would have had to have had some stupid, like some outside, like second computer, um, like tarkov level hacks going right because so the way the tarkov hacks work other than like aim hacks is that you have a radar up on a second computer that's linked to your computer that like shows where people are on the map and, and like call of duty hacks aren't that sophisticated they show people through walls and then they allow you to shoot through walls and do aim for you like that's right. traditionally what the hacks are um right i just i don't know I don't know. There was yeah. You can't you can't freaking prove it. So just play him again and don't do any bullshit like trying to talk down to it. Oh, hey man, we can't protect you, bro. That's you literally what they, pretty much what they said. And I'm like, dude, that's so fucking shady. That's so shady. That's what happens when money gets involved, man. You know, people I are think like, it was for 250 bucks. Yeah, but I'm not even just talking about that. I'm talking about like creds, like street creds, and people re you rely on your name and how good you are to make money. Sometimes just take the L. Listen, you know Doc is one of my favorite people to watch, man. But I've seen him accuse people of hacking. I'm like, no, nah, that just looked like a clean shot to me. You stuck your head out. Yeah. <laughs> and that fool lasered you. That's what you get. Don't peek. It's not fun when someone says that to you, is it, Doc? <laughs> yeah, man, it, it was. It, it's it's so crazy. It, it was so crazy. We'll look at the clips uh, after the after the show because um, I do have right. I do have the clips. But what's what what, what is Shane just dropping our lap? We just so another thing right now is going on is. Um, Nintendo's actually doing a few different things, but Nintendo was banning people for playing the new Hyrule Warriors game um, on on Twitch. Um, Nintendo has done this thing before where they don't want their content. They don't want anyone making money from their content. So like if you were to make videos on YouTube and just not monetize them, Nintendo's usually okay with that. But if you have ads on your videos, Nintendo has sent cease and desist letters to, to multiple people. Um, recently there was a, there was an event supposed to go on, uh, an online, uh, super smash brothers melee event, um, where they were using a slightly modified version of the game. So Nintendo sent a cease and desist letter to them and told them to stop playing. Uh, so then they had to cancel the event. Um, Nintendo, I don't know where Nintendo gets on this high and mighty fucking, uh, horse <laughs> that they're like, well, everyone else is doing good with it. So actually we're going to say no. Uh, and, and send cease and desist letters and and at one point they had a program where you had to like pay to stream their content like Nintendo's Nintendo's done a lot of strange shit man they've done a lot a lot of strange shit with the uh, with content creation and I 
I, I'm, if I'm if I'm playing devil's advocate, could it possibly be because they don't want to deal with the headache that they would perceive that a lot of other developers deal with, which uh, content creators? No like, remember- one says anything bad about Nintendo. <laughs> Ever. I'm the only person on the internet who says anything bad about Nintendo. And they're on their way to your house. They've tried. They've had sent three different assassins here. (laughs) They were all fat, lazy, and I talked them out of it and had them change their lives. Like, that's the only thing I can think of is that they're trying to not get tied in with content creators. But, dude, come on, man. Let someone stream Zelda. What do you. (laughs) Let me, let me, let me stream it. How much were you paying them to stream their, their, their shit what was that charge i don't know i don't remember what it was it was only select creators were able to actually do it um That's crazy. so yeah there's there a few streamers bands uh one specifically this guy um yeah he got a dmca strike for the uh the music inside of the game presumably and um because it was a, a nintendo game um yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> good, Billy. accurate, very, very good, Billy. <laughs> um, it's yeah, man. I I don't I don't know what's going on uh, in the world of streaming right now, but it's uh it's getting a little weird. It's getting a little weird. I've I'm been gone too long. I think that's what it is. Yeah, throwing the balance off. Down. Yeah, you you were the conscious. You were. I was the the, the Hugh Hefner of the. Uh, no, no, you pick a better one. Try again. Wait, I did I ever explain the Hugh Hefner theory to you? No, I think, but go ahead. You remember when the whole Me Too movement started happening? Right after yes, Hugh Hefner you, died. Yes, you explained this. It was because Hugh Hefner died. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Talking With A Dad, episode 76. Shout out audio listeners. Shout out the guys in the chat for the live stream. Shout out to 137 for subscribing tonight, whoever you were. Thank you for the support. That was yesterday. Uh, Steve didn't see it. Um, No, I didn't. You didn't send me a text. (laughs) (laughs) I did. You broke the chain. (laughs) I did. I did. I did. Uh, Check us out, Talking With A Dad. Just Google it anywhere you want to find us. You'll find us, Talking With A Dad. Uh, And that's it. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Whoa, did you end it? Make sure to tune in Monday for Zach's live stream. Six o'clock. I'll be alive around 530. All right. we'll, be, we'll be we'll be chatting and then uh when the servers go live at six then we'll be or when the servers go live around 7 30 then we'll be getting into the game <laughs> have a good night everyone